it's Princess P. Welcome to episode one of Yoni Tales. If you listen to my trailer, you already know that this podcast is meant to be a recount of every single one of my embarrassing, sad, and sometimes yeasty hookup stories. Before I get started with my very first hookup, I should probably give you some context as to who the fuck I am. tales of the yoni there was just princess p um so princess p uh from her sophomore year of high school until december of my freshman year of college last year um i dated one single guy and prior to him there'd been no kissing um and definitely no sex um we were actually both virgins when we met Um, but that's another story for another day. Um, so after deciding last December that I'd break up with him, um, a week later, I decided I would try to start dating again. Uh, big mistake because, um, I ended up taking a huge loss because apparently you're not supposed to start dating that quickly. Um, I hated dating anyway. I hated forcing myself to like date, date, and date. Uh, just to try to eventually be with someone exclusively. So I basically came up with the idea for engaging in hookups after being single for several months, um, after getting into the dating scene unsuccessfully. Um, so I basically went from being a once monogamous, one person in the body count, one person I'd ever kissed, um, 18 19 year old girl to being a full-fledged 19-year-old girl, young woman, um, basically engaging in hookup culture um, just right into the deep end. Um, I couldn't keep any of those stories a secret, so I began using my Instagram. Uh, That's not sponsored, but Instagram, you can sponsor me. Um, I basically use my Instagram close friend story to tell about three of my closest friends every single embarrassing, sad, exciting, yeasty story, uh, good or bad, regarding my hookups. Um, Even the sob stories were like entertaining to them, as I hope they'll be to you. Um, And the purpose of this podcast really is not to do so much educating. As much as I'm really just looking for a way to tell you some hookup stories, uh, maybe normalize the uncomfortable parts of sexuality, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, so as for the name Yoni, um, I figured out that that means like vulva or vagina. Uh, I heard that shit on Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. Again, not sponsored, but please sponsor me. and together, Yoni Tales just sounds like uh, a spin off of Veggie Tales. Uh, y'all know that Christian uh, cartoon. Don't for legal reasons. This is not at all affiliated with Veggie Tales. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like the bulk of the background of Yoni Tales. So um, fast forward to my first hookup. Let's go. Thank you.
His name was Mark. Um, I met Mark on Bumble, the the dating app. Uh, Bumble, please sponsor me. At this point in my dating, and, and I'm using air quotes because it wasn't exactly like dating, um, I, I began to consider hooking up as a possibility, uh, but I wasn't really like looking for it um, yet because I didn't know anything about it. So um, basically, uh, I fully intended, by the way, to go back and pull up just how I got um, like to talking with Mark. I was going to pull up the screenshots, but um, he has since unmatched me on Bumble and uh, that's news to me as of like today. So um, that's that. Um, I matched with him uh, because I made my age range, like what I was searching for, uh, men between the ages of 20 and 45. Um, I couldn't miss a damn person with that range. It was like a shotgun kind of you know, (laughs) aim. So, um, Mark was a 35 year old white man who was balding. Um, kind of anyway. Um, after talking for some time, basically he pulls a, you should come over. Um, and up until this point, he's been pretty flirtatious with the don't wear a bra. Can I suck your tits? And I'm fresh out of the world of like, I take off my own clothes at my boyfriend's house because he's a virgin who doesn't drive and he's got no game. Um, so I basically tell him, like, uh, yeah, dude, like, yeah, you can suck my boobs if we vibe like that. Um, because I don't know a damn thing about flirting. Like, I'd never had to flirt a day in my life. Um, so I, I go and I realize, fuck, this dude is 30 fucking five and um he's like a tad shorter than me because like five eight is pretty above average for women um he takes me up this elevator in this beautiful central nice apartment complex uh basically showcases like he's fluent in spanish like fluent um And first take, like, his apartment reeks of weed, which is not really, like, a problem, uh, but it was just kind of, like, the first indication that I had that he was, like, a total stoner. So, um, uh, it was very, like, bachelor pad-y, um, like, he had, like, five different color lava lamps on his shelf, like, tapestry, fucking LED lights rimming the ceiling, like, just very much like a bachelor pad. Um, the complex itself, though, is extremely nice, like, it is a luxury apartment complex. Um, so the guy offers me drink, offers me weed, like, as a Latina, I hold alcohol, like, exceptionally well. Uh, I think it's, like, cultural, I'm not sure. Um... But as, like, a 19-year-old who hadn't smoked since she was, like, in middle school, uh, like, the weed basically took me the fuck out. Um, and before we even smoked, like, he is, he's realizing that I'm tense because I'm, like, naturally, like, a defensive person when I meet people. 
Like, I'm just not the, the approachable type at all. So he's, like, massaging my shoulders, trying to, like, relax me, like, consensually, of course, and says, like, can I touch your titties? Um, and I just, like, snaps for that, like, consent king, like, thank you for asking. So we're two shots deep. I say yes. So he proceeds to, like, stand behind me and do, like, the boob thing. Um, and I've not been touched in probably, like, eight months at this point. So I'm fucking melting he says like I got a shower because he had just gotten off work and he had just like he was still in his work uniform uh and I'm like scared shitless uh because like I'm like a 19 year old in a 35 year old apartment like I only have one friend that knows I'm here and I text her and I'm like dude I think I'm gonna leave but at the same time, like, I'm a fucking horn dog, so, like, I wait for him to come back. Uh, we sit on the couch. He, like, rolls us a blunt, uh, as we're talking. Like, kind of gives me this story about how he's, like, known as, like, the South Texas blunt roller among people he knows. So maybe you guys are familiar with the guy. Um, and he's, like... You know, as we're talking, he's, like, casually, like, touching my boobs, and I, like, don't even know what to do. Like, I have my hand in his lap, which he moves to touch his dick, and I'm like, okay, like, this is what we're doing, and I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to, like, do the thing. So, we smoke for a minute, and, like, I'm out for the count in terms of, like, how intoxicated can a bitch get uh, before she is like rolling so so um basically he like steps out I lay on the couch because I'm like totally fucking out of my mind uh he takes my pants off and like basically fingers me until I like am screaming and coming like right then and there um can I can I just be frank and say like I had never come a day in my life with another person um And I had never been, like, fingered before either. And it's not... But I should say that I'm not, like, a faker. Like, I'm never... Like, I've never in my life faked an orgasm. Uh, I think my ex-boyfriend knew, like, I I had never, like, come before. Um, And I just think he didn't know what to do about that because he was such a virgin. So... But to have come like that was just, like, fucking insane, like, you know, for a young girl. Um, so he says, like, come on. And he, like, grabs my hand, invites me to his room. Um, and, like, I want you to, you know, before I get into it, I want you to describe. I mean, I want you, I'm going to describe something that I want you to picture it. You may have seen something like it, like, on a Facebook meme. Like, the fucking, like, mental asylum pictures with, like, the cushion on the wall and the cushion on the floor so you don't hurt yourself anyway this was kind of like his room except no cushion on the wall just he had two like king-sized mattresses on the floor that took up the entire bedroom floor and I'm thinking like wow he's got a sex dungeon um I'm also scared shitless but um he proceeds to like you know like we're we're fucking playing with each other I guess I'm sucking dick he's doing his thing and basically like we're doing this in like positions I've never tried I had never tried in my life like 
missionary was like, I, I probably have a PhD in that from how long I spent doing that. Uh, and basically he like, it's like, oh, do this. And we're like 69ing. I'm like writing face forwards and backwards. And I'm like absolutely without a doubt intoxicated. And I'm so like euphoric about like orgasming. Yet I'm still trying to like mentally keep track of how many times I orgasm. And let me just say like I would think it was like four or five times. Like that's the number that I've come up with in my head. But really it seemed to be like one big endless orgasm. Because I just could never stop screaming. Um... And I basically, like, at times was screaming so loud that I began getting hoarse. Um, And I blame that partially, like, on the weed um, as well because, um, you know, dry mouth or whatever when you smoke. But so he'd go to the kitchen and, like, bring back a glass of water and feed me the water. And at one point I tell him, like, what the fuck, dude? Like your neighbors and like you know with the screaming and whatnot and he'd be like nah like they're cool uh later I find out like him and his neighbor like casually engage in fucking as well so uh that that was that um we then like fuck but that's not even like the main show like it is just like one you know piece of the pie um I should preface this next part by saying like I'm never one that's gonna be like wow it was the size of a fucking can of Raid. Or, or the alternative, which would be like, wow, it was like a Bath & Body Works mini body spray. Um, Bath & Body Works sponsor me. Because, because, and the reason I'm not going to say that is because my conversation will always be geared toward, like, this is the experience I had. And not, like, this is what they packed on their trip. Um... So, yeah, but let me just say, like, Mark fucking, like, had a can of Raid, um, in his pants. Um, so basically, like, he'd stop and look at me, like, while I was rolling around, like, a fucking roach on her back, and, um, like, I'd still be, like, fucking, you know, you know, nearly in tears from how good I was feeling and he'd basically just sit there and like touch himself and like give me a break to breathe and do what I needed to do and he could and I could tell that he thought like wow this bitch is insane like screaming when nobody's even touching her um and at this point like I'm still scared like I remember telling him like hey like please don't videotape me please don't drug me am I gonna get to go home later And he was so, like, reassuring and, like, very attentive. Like, hey, like, no, dude, like, it's just for us. Like, it's just us here. And when it's all said and done, like, I can't stop, like, whining and moaning. And when I I can, I ask him, like, hey, dude, what year is it? And he's like, we've been going at it for, like, an hour and a half. relatively inconsequential 
Um, we kind of cuddled and napped. I'm not sure like if I expected to stay, but I began getting like cues that I needed to leave. Um, like he began asking, like, are you sobering up? Um, which didn't, <laughs> which ideally should come from a place of like care. Um, but it just didn't feel that way. So I left and he pulled the, like, can I talk to you tomorrow? And I said, yeah. Um, and my mom, like, basically wanted me over that weekend, so I kind of had to go anyway. So that night, I tell my friends on the ground, and I have screenshots. Hello to the five people I trust. I got my guts rearranged today. Like, actually. And that's, like, verbatim. Um, and I posted that with some cat ear filters. Um, so I also noted in the Instagram archive that... Um, my jaw was numb and I'm actually like, you know, remembering this now, um, that was actually like incredibly concerning for me because my jaw was numb for like two days. Um, like as if like numbing, like, like when you go to the dentist and your, your chin is, you know, fucking numb, you know, it was that. So, um, that went away. Um, I'm alive. So the next day or two, he texts me and says, like, want to suck my cock again? And that's how I read anybody that says the word cock in a message. I hate that word. Um, and I'm like, fuck yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm fucking reeling. I tell him, like, can I get an hour, like, to shower and get ready, like, so I can go? And, like, that's extremely pushing it for me, by the way, because it takes me, like, 30 minutes to shower um, solely because my apartment doesn't get hot water and 30 minutes to, like, put on makeup if I'm booking it. So, um, he ends up putting, like, a time constraint on me and says in, like, three different ways, like, no, like, I just don't have time to wait. That doesn't really fit my time frame. And I'm just like, cool, dude. Like, some other time. Deep inside, though, like, I'm like, fuck, like, I just wanted to see this guy again. Like, it's the equivalent of, like, being a vegetarian from birth and then, like, trying bacon on your own accord. And it's like, wow, like, here's this world of stuff I never knew. So, naturally, like, I was crushed about having to just say, like, no, I can't do that. Um, then he says, let's meet up somewhere then. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> so he suggests places like Whataburger and a gas station and he makes some joke about like eating meat uh when suggesting water burger like something totally disgusting um all of these places supposedly like halfway between his house and mine so we meet at a fucking gas station like I park next to him and get in the back seat of his car like a fucking uber and he drives off to some neighborhood mind you we're like one cheek in my neighborhood so it's kind of like, it's no longer like nice. It's not his apartment and it's definitely not the nice neighborhood that he lives in. Um, so he parks in front of this body shop that's like closed and there's nobody like, it's, it's pretty like desolate. So we get in his backseat and he's playing like some jazz music. I forgot to mention, by the way, like his taste of music is iconic um, to me anyway. So I basically like suck his dick it was relatively uneventful besides the fact that like a car actually parked next to us and like very observantly we're like 
wondering what was going on in terms of us being parked there and I'm sure they knew what with us like being in the back seat together um <clears throat> so he drives me back to my car and I'm like relatively pissed actually because just like I'm telling you I got absolutely nothing out of that situation besides like being there like I didn't get anything um I basically was just there to suck his dick and a common thing that I found among men that I've been with is that they mistake your like enthusiasm to please them for like taking pleasure in sucking dick and maybe you know maybe some of y'all like out there like like sucking dick it's it's for me it's not that like I like just I feel good doing it I feel good making like my dude feel good um it's not because it's like pleasurable to me um so I'm not sure if anyone has experienced that before I might have to like release a poll somewhere like on the socials if anybody like has experienced this but he tried like literally a day later in the exact same fashion um I couldn't get like any time because it didn't fit his time frame he wanted to meet like quickly like he wanted to meet there and I told him like legitimately I said like no thanks feels too hookery and that's no offense to anybody that does like sex work or like prostitution by the way that's just certainly not like how I want to feel hooking up you know like we don't have to be in love to like have some respect for one another like I don't want to feel like a fucking hooker like that you just brought into your car to pleasure you you know what I mean so he changes his approach uh, a few days later and by the way he never asked me again to go meet up like that I think I like made my position really clear that's when I finally decided to go back and I'm noticing though that there starts to be a lack of reciprocity so I go suck dick <laughs> by the way the moral of ne- nearly every single one of these stories is don't suck dick because once men find out that you're good, or even like, all oh, right, because I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I guess I can't judge, but I don't think I'm good at sucking dick. But once they find out that you're even just like, all right at it, they will never want to have like sexual intercourse, like, again. Um, and that's just the name of the game. So just, and, and just wait and see, by the way, I've got some other stories that demonstrate that principle. Um, the time that I went, there was quite, like, a thing, like, a, like a, it was pretty big to me that got me off of him. Like, up until this point, I almost have, like, a crush on him. Like, a guy fucking rocks your world and it's like, wow, like, fucking steal me. But here's what happened. I became, like, extremely perceptive of cues that I was, like, not wanted in general, like, as a medium, self-conscious, like, fat, like, teenage girl, you're naturally perceptive to the notion that, like, maybe you're not wanted, um, and even if that's not true, like, you find evidence for that, you know, like, confirmation bias or whatever, um, well, we're doing, like, the post-coital thing, uh, you know, laying down, and I'm, like, flipping through my phone, and he says something like, I'm gonna probably go lay down and watch a movie or something and I'm like halfway paying attention so I'm like oh like is that like an invitation or something like I've never ever stayed at his house at this point and he tells me this and, I, and I'm quoting his exact words 
nah, I think you should head out. The moment is like frozen in my head and it sounds so like meaningless, but I can actually like picture what he looked like when he said this because I was making eye contact. So I took the hint, like I fucking ran. I mean, not not, like literally, I went like one more time. One time I was on my period that like that that didn't go over well because I said I didn't I didn't want to go over and he said something like so you can't suck dick while on your period and that like that probably should have been the end uh, the absolute end happened when I caught tonsillitis like two weeks ago like as of current time and he invites me over and I'm dodging because I'm sick and he asked me again a day later a day he says how are you feeling well, Mark, <laughs> the infections that like cause tonsillitis are contagious, so if he were smart, he'd know not to have me over. But I'm seeing that this dude is like incredibly selfish, so I ignore it. That's why I figure as of recent, like he's blocked me because I ignored the message and I never responded. Um, and oh well, like, right? Um, yeah. I should approach the experience by giving it like a rating um I think it was a really valuable first experience and, and I think first and foremost like it taught me to take charge of my body um it taught me how to say yes to the things that I want and yes to what I wanted in these kinds of experiences and say no like you know most definitely no at the things I didn't want Um, At the time, I probably would have rated the experience like an 11 out of 10. I don't really know if I, like, would change the rating. Um, I didn't, I, of course, I didn't really have anything close to, like, compare it to. Um, But I think um, the person that it was with, like, turning out to be, like, a whole ass jerk, um, probably would change the rating a little bit. But again, like, he set the tone. Um, for the rest of them and believe me there's more um so that's all from princess p thank you for tuning into episode one of yoni tales on the menu for next week we have darren the doctor y'all if you think hookup number one was bad uh y'all are gonna pee yourselves with this next one see you next time